When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. This episode is brought to you by Google. Google's two-step verification was built to secure your account and help prevent cyber attacks, even if your password is compromised. That's why Google has made it easy to sign into your account with this additional layer of protection. Just one tap and you're in. Learn more at safety.google. Hello, movie lovers. Welcome to the best damn movie related show here on the internet. This is Rose, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DeGoria. For today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about Spider Man joining the MCU again. That's right. Mom and Dad got done fighting over little Peter. Now Peter's back over at the MCU where he supposedly belongs, at least for right now. I'm going to get to that in a few minutes. And then I'm going to be talking about the whole entire thing about Kevin Foggy developing a Star Wars movie, followed by me doing two trailer reviews, one for Breaking Bad, El Camino, and Adam Sandler's Uncut Gems. Then I'm going to drop down to a little discussion, to- two discussion topics for today, which is going to be reasons why I don't like we got this covered. And then I'm going to talk about Joker controversy. That's right. There's a little bit of controversy surrounding this film about why people don't want this movie to be even in the theaters. So I'm going to be talking about that. I'm also going to be probably stepping on a lot of people's toes with these two topics. But it's laid down on my heart and I just feel like that I just need to go ahead and talk about it. So with further ado, let's go ahead and get into this thing. So this morning news broke that Spider-Man is once again joining the MCU. And he's actually got a release of July 16, 2021, which is actually pretty cool. And then they're actually going to, another thing, positive thing too, is Marvel can actually capitalize now on merchandising Spider-Man all over again and stuff like that and make money off of the merchandise part of Spider-Man. And then, two, another thing that we actually have to talk about is the fact that he's actually going to be in one more movie after after the Spider-Man movie. So my guess is probably another Avengers movie. And then he's going to be breaking up with Marvel again. And then Sony's going to probably introduce him and reboot his character into the Sony universe. And you know what? I've always said it. I think that Sony knows what their universe is now. Opposed to how it was in 2002. I think that they know what their world is actually going to be looking like. Especially after you look at the multiverse uh, animated movie. They did a fantastic job at doing that thing with Miles Morales. I enjoyed that movie. I enjoyed the animation, the comedy, and everything else that they actually put into it. They put a lot of heart into this. And I think that they actually know the universe that they're actually trying to build for a live-action Spider-Man movie. I know some people are hesitant at, and everything, but for me personally, I think that they can actually do a really good job and everything because they're actually introducing all their villains first and then I think the perfect way to do it is just going ahead reboot Spider-Man's character but don't have Uncle Ben in it and just have him finish mourning over his over his uh Uncle Ben and just going ahead and have him fighting crime and everything without having him to mourn without him having to be all emo and everything else I think that's actually the right way to go about it but as for him being in the MCU, it actually makes me kind. Of, it actually makes me excited. I'm happy to see him back in the MCU again, having one more Spider-Man movie. Especially the way that it ended on that cliffhanger about about Mysterio actually exposing his identity. And I really wanted them to explore more with that because you can't just leave us on a cliffhanger note, which they could. 
But I wanted them to finish out that arc first before they went on ahead and cut ways. And I'm glad they actually worked out that deal because I wanted some closure with that. And then not only that, but like I said, this is just a temporary thing and then they're going to be breaking up again. But I'm all for them actually working out some type of small deal to where they can actually have Spider-Man in two different movies, which I think he's actually going to be in another Avengers movie. But we're just going to have to wait and see. But all in all, this is just fantastic news if you're an MCU fan and stuff like that. And I, I like the MCU and everything, but there's a couple of things that are kind of repetitive to what they actually do as far as story goes. But if they can actually do something that's different with the Spider-Man movie, this thing is going to be fantastic, I think. But I'm just going to have to wait and see. But I'm even more excited about the Sony universe on what they're creating with their villains and everything. And then they can actually reboot their Spider-Man and have another character. I'm glad they're actually letting Tom Holland finish out his contract as the Spider-Man. And then they can do whatever they want to later on. I think it's a great thing. But that's just me. But let's go ahead and move on. So, Kevin Feige is developing a Star Wars movie. And you know what? I'm all for Kevin Feige actually doing a Star Wars movie for the simple fact is, look what he did with the MCU. He made over a billion dollars with every single movie that he actually hit. All the Every single movie came out to be like a home run at the box office every single time. It made us excited to actually see what was next up for the next phase. It made us be more excited for the character developments and everything else. And I think that having Kevin Feige in developing a Star Wars movie is actually going to actually amplify it even more now. Because you actually have somebody that knows sci-fi. They actually know the fantasy aspect of what Star Wars is and actually knows and cares about these characters. He's going to take his time to develop these characters and take his time and knowledge with the Force, pun intended. But I think that they're actually going to do a, I think he's going to do a fantastic job with this. The only problem that I do have is I'm hoping that they don't, he doesn't try and cast nothing but MCU actors into this thing. Because I want Star Wars to be separate from some of the actors that were playing in the MCU, but I'm okay if I actually see like an RDJ or some somewhere along those lines of actors or whatever. But I want Star Wars to actually have its own set of actors rather than like it has been, instead of actually incorporating the MCU car- uh, actors into this thing. But that's the only thing that I actually have that's actually negative that I have to say about the fact that Kevin Foggy is developing a Star Wars movie. But I think he's a phenomenal person. Then he's actually very creative. He takes his time on what he wants to do. And then after that, he lays the groundwork and he leaves it up to the directors and everything else in their wheel, in their own wheelhouse to do what they need to do. But I think Kevin Feige is a great choice. And I'm all for it. I can't wait to see what they have to do. Now, let me move on to this whole entire thing dealing with the Breaking Bad El Camino trailer review. Now... It's been years since the Breaking Bad TV show has actually aired and and everything. Because here's the thing. I actually binge-watched Breaking Bad about maybe three or four years. Well, three or four years ago. And that was after it was actually over and done with. And I wish I actually could go back in the time machine and actually watch this move, this show back whenever it was hot and heavy because I actually enjoyed the character development. I enjoyed seeing Walter. I was rooting for Walter the first couple of seasons because of the fact of what he was going through and trying to provide for his family. It may be illegal, but he was actually trying to provide for his family. For his family. So whenever he does whenever he does die, he, he can actually take care of him because he's actually a school teacher. School teachers don't really make that much money. But 
there was just something about that was actually relatable to Walter that people can actually recognize, as well as the whole entire family. And that's what made Breaking Bad so special was the writing, the creativeness with it. And now they're coming up with this spinoff movie. And this actually reintroduces us into Je- with Jesse Pinkman. And, you know, whenever we last saw Jesse, he was tossing out money out of the car and everything. And to me, that represented the fact that he was done with his life and everything because he was tossing the money out. And it was like saying, this is blood money. I don't want anything to do with this money. I don't want to touch this money. I want to walk away from this. But then we also have in the trailer and everything, I like the fact, too, that it actually reintroduces us to all these characters that we fell in love with with the Breaking Bad series. And it shows Jesse where he has to come to terms with his past in order to restore some kind of future for himself. Because he's a wanted man now, and then he also ha- he's also going after most of his enemies, it looks like. Then he's also having to deal with Walter, even though Walter's not there anymore, but subconsciously. I think that, here's the thing, we actually see or hear a, lo- a voice of Walter in the trailer. And my guess is either, number one, Walter is now part of Jesse, where Jesse has actually has a split personality with Walter. That's another. That's a possibility. Or Walter actually faked his own death. Even though we saw a bunch of bullets going through it, through his body or whatever, there could be a possibility to where he could possibly be alive. And he, that's my guess. I'm just, like I said, I'm just going on here speculating and everything. But it was not too far-fetched, but at the same time, it kind of would be. But I'm okay with the fact that they brought Walter back in in a physical form, but if he's actually in a split personality, subconscious type of space, I'm okay with that as well because I think that Jesse can, the actor that plays Jesse, can actually do do that kind of bring that kind of level and intensity to Jesse's character, and it actually adds in a little bit of something that we haven't seen from from that character before. So I think it would be pretty cool. I'm actually excited for the El Camino movie. And everything else, and actually having this world back, the Breaking Bad world, back inside this whole entire thing. So let me go on ahead and move down to the Uncut Gems trailer with Adam Sandler. Now, there's some debating going on and everything that oh, Adam Sandler can't do serious roles. All I can see him is in comedies. Let me tell you something. A lot of people say that Punch Drunk Love was a great movie showing his dramatic shops. I couldn't get into Punch Drunk Love. That's just me. I just couldn't get into it. If it's for you, that's cool. But the movie that brought my attention to is saying Adam Sandler can do some serious acting whenever he puts his mind to it is the movie. It's a 2000 and I want to say either four or five movie. As we, and then here's what it's about. It's actually about him trying to cope with the loss of his wife and his kids that was in the World Trade Center. And he's actually having to go through flashbacks, PTSD moments. And even in the courtroom, in that courtroom, you can tell that Adam Sandler holds his own whenever it comes down to dramatic, dramatic roles. Some people actually say Don Cheadle carried that movie. But if you look and break away from Don Cheadle, and look at everything that Adam Sandler had to go through as a character in that one movie, can show his dramatic chops where it needs to be at, and he delivered 110% on that one movie. And this is what I've been waiting on. I don't want another comedy special show. I don't want to see him in another comedy, because his comedies have not been hitting for me lately. And to actually see him in an Uncut Gems 
trip uh, moving and everything it looks great it shows his dramatic chops it shows what he can do and this is what it's about it's about a jewelry dealer must find a way to pay his debts when his merchandise is taken from one of his top sellers girlfriends and you know when i saw this and everything saw this trailer and the fact that he has to go through so much hell to get to what he needs to get and everything. It's just unbelievable because he's actually betting against people that he actually had on his side before. He's hustling off of them. He's hustling off of everybody. And next thing you know, he's getting his butt kicked by different people that are against him now. And now he has to try and find a way to actually survive this whole entire thing. And there's and I'm wondering the whole entire time when I'm watching this trail, how is this guy going to survive this? How is he going to survive getting beat up by people that he once had respected before and now they don't have any respect at all for him so it shows layers to his character it shows layers to what adam sandler can do as an actor and stuff like that i've never given up on adam sandler at all i just wanted him to i just wanted to see him in a little bit more dramatic stuff than comedy but man this trailer looks good it looks like it delivers where it needs to deliver at it sold me some people are saying well it showed a little too much and and everything for me it didn't show and to me it didn't show too much or at all it just shows you the tone of the movie the plot of the movie where this guy is going and stuff like that and it's also reintroducing adam sandler into a serious role something that we haven't seen before and i think this is actually the perfect way to actually reintroduce people to adam sandler in a serious role rather than just have like a one minute two minute teaser trailer for something that we had no idea that Adam Sandler could be capable of even doing something serious and we haven't seen Rain Over Me. But I'm I'm excited for this. This is actually something new, something exciting that actually gets me on my toes because I'm a, I liked Adam Sandler. So, and now I'm actually going to be talking about reasons why I don't like We Got This Covered. So, I've been noticing this little site that's been popping around different groups, movie groups, geek groups, stuff like that. I have no problem with movie news sites or anything like that. As long as you're going to post 100% factual information about something and actually list your source. This site does not do anything. It doesn't do jack. Matter of fact, it kind of reminds me of Epic Stream. And Epic Stream is a site that I used to help admin for at that time. And it's actually, and I used to be helping this one admin for it. And it was like, they don't even care about the source of information. They don't care about factual information. They don't care about anything. They treat their fans like dummies and everything. And I don't like that. Whenever I first made this movie page, I always made a promise to myself. This is back when movie pilot was actually a thing, but I made a promise to myself that I would actually post 100% factual news and I would keep my fans happy knowing that where the sources that I got my information from and not lead them on to thinking that something is true when it's not. And even if I did post something that was incorrect, I still owned up to it and I still apologize for the fact that I made a mistake. As you can tell in my podcast, even I made a mistake with the other information that I brought to you with the Batman news. I still owned up to that. As a man, I grow and I, as a man, I ended up owning that. And this site, it does not own up to anything. Basically, if you think about it, <clears throat> we got this covered. It reminds you of 
couple of gossip girls, if you think about it, in, co- in high school. Hey, Karen, did you hear about what happened to... You know what I heard? No, what did you hear, Karen? Oh, I heard that RDJ is going to go on ahead and be back in the MCU again. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, that he's going to be in the MCU again. Oh, okay. Okay, Karen gets on her computer... Robert Downey Jr. is going to be in the MCU again. Next thing you know it, the school is flooded with, hey, did you hear about this? Did you hear about RDJ being back in the MCU? When RDJ never said one damn thing about him being in the MCU. All it was was hearsay stuff that happened in San Diego Comic-Con, and they ran with it. With no factual information to back that up with, all they, all they heard was a false rumor, and that was it. I don't like doing stuff on rumors because 99.9% of the time, it's false information. And I don't mind people that actually say, hey, look, this is a rumor, and then speculate with it. As long as you present it as a rumor and don't use it as a factual thing, I'm fine with it. But don't try and sit there and say this is 100% factual information when your source of information is nowhere to be found on the internet or anything. And you make sure your stu- fan base looks stupid, and then they're wondering, why is RDJ not in the MCU anymore? I don't know. Maybe you should go talk to Karen who made that up because she's not in the uh, inside the MCU anymore. Maybe you should go talk to Karen because she's the one who made up the stupid rumor. But I feel like... I, I, this is honestly how I feel. I feel like that they need to go on ahead, own up to the fact, hey, look, we're giving false information. We don't have any sources because we're just a blog website and we're actually doing clickbait. That's all... All this is, is just clickbait information for people to go on ahead and share other information with other people, get them psyched up about over nothing, and then feel slightly disappointed after, just like having sex, when you're thinking that this girl's going to actually give you something that's actually really good, then you wind up having a false, falsified image in your head, and that doesn't even happen. It's just very disappointing to actually see that this is actually happening right now where you actually have a bunch of blog websites where people are actually posting false information like i said epic stream is another one of, that i don't like because of that because i used to work for them As a matter of fact they actually ran a little page called fantasy and sci-fi rocks my world any site that actually has the rocks my world part was i was actually part of that from 2010 to 2012 and then i moved along and did, did my own thing but I never really cared for how the admin actually treated their actual admins itself as a whole, but that's a story for another day. But as for another site that that I don't like is comicbooknews.com. They actually get something right every once in a while. Even the broken clock can get it the right the right time, fix one one time. But their stuff is not really actual news either. They don't really post their sources. They don't really show their where each thing is coming from. It's another rumor website that just blows up to be more clickbait. It's like, here, share this, share this, share that. Before you know it, everybody and their mother actually has a clickbait thing where people are going to be clicking on it. And there's no need to actually have this kind of thing. I don't really get the fact that you actually have to have clickbait to get some buzz going. Just post 100% actual freaking news and people will love your page. You don't have to do all these stupid blogs, Karen. You don't have to do false information, Karen. You don't have to do that, Karen. All you have to do is take your time, discover where the source comes from, then type out your movie news article and type and put in your image that you want and then upload it to your website and people will actually be drawn to it because it's 100% actual news and people will love you for it and respect you for it as 
someone that is actually looking for factual news rather than something that's been hearsay and this person said this and when that person didn't say it. And then another thing too, even in interviews, people do this all the time. Well, I would love to be in the MCU again. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? RDJ said he's going to be in the MCU again. Next thing you know, there's a picture being uploaded and there's clickbait. All because of one interview, one jackass decided to go on ahead and run that report. Like I said, care about your audience, grow your audience, and respect your audience. Otherwise, it's gonna, you're going to fall flat on your face and there's nothing that anybody can do about it because of the fact that you're posting 100% garbage because it's all clickbait information. So, that's my little rant. That's my little rant for, I don't, you know what, this page shouldn't even be called. We got this covered. We should be called, they should be called, I don't have this covered because I don't have anything covered. Because they don't have 100% information. So, enough about me ranting about, I don't, uh, about we got this covered or I don't, we don't have this covered. So, there's that. So, there's a little bit of Joker controversy that's going on with this film that's going to be dropped next weekend. I'm excited to see the Joker. I'm excited to see what Joaquin Phoenix is actually going to do with this character and everything else. Todd Phillips even defended the film and so did Joaquin Phoenix. And then the movie theaters also, too, are taking initiative into telling people, hey, look, don't dress in makeup. Don't dress up as a character, as the character and stuff like that. I can actually respect the theaters for actually taking in consideration for what happened in Colorado. But I don't like how some people are actually handling certain things. Yes, I get the fact that there were hundreds of people that were actually murdered on that day with... Um, on the night of the Dark Knight Rises, I totally get that. And, I, and you know what? I remember praying for the families and actually donating a couple of uh, some money to the families that actually, um, <clears throat> to the family that lost people. I actually get that point. I actually get their perspective. But why are you waiting for the Joker movie to come out when you never protested against Batman versus Superman for its violence, even though it's a PG-13 movie? And you never protested against Suicide Squad, which is another PG-13 movie. And I get the fact that this movie's rated R, but let's throw John Wick Chapter 3 in it, which has actually got violence in it. And a total more violence than what I, the two movies I just mentioned. But never once did anyone actually protest against that movie. All of a sudden, the Joker movie comes out, and then you have everybody out of their mama coming out and saying, I don't want that movie at my theater. Look, I totally get it and everything. I totally get the fact that you don't... Here's the thing. Don't go and see the movie if you know that you don't want to go see it. Don't boycott something that other people are actually excited for. I totally understand where certain people are coming from and stuff like that. I really do. But to try and boycott this movie for not even happening is actually going to spoil it for other people who are actually excited for this movie. And, you know, shooting in theaters don't happen every single day. This is just one of those things that happened that's rare cases where something bad happened on that one night and it went and nobody was expecting it. And I feel very, very bad about the fact that this happened to this family, to to these families and everything, how distraught they are and everything else because of what happened and them having to suffer the repercussions of what one mad maniac did that one night. But... You know, I feel like the movie theaters are actually taking charge for once. I feel like they're actually getting the security that they need. They actually have rules and guidelines on what to do and what not to do, which is dressing up like the Joker character, dressing up 
like him and everything else. So I think that they actually put in that kind of consideration for them and stuff like that. So I'm actually all for that. Then you also have the National Guard and stuff like that too. That I think there there's actually going to be some security for that. Where you're actually going to have some National Guard people on standby. Which to me, you can't be too careful, in my honest opinion, of just in case something does go wrong. But to me... Just to criticize a movie that you haven't seen before and then wanting to ban it and spoil it for other people because you don't want to see it is not right. To me, you can go on ahead and just say, look, I just don't want to see this movie. I'm going to go wait and see this for myself when it's dropped on Blu-ray or digital downloads and stuff like that and move along. You don't have to go on ahead and fight every argument that you see on TV or anything. And, you know, like I said, I feel bad for the fact that you know, people lost their lives and stuff like that. But I feel like there's a better way that you can actually do this without having to boycott a certain movie because you're afraid that something's like this going to happen again. But here's the thing. Wherever you guys have, when John Wick Chapter 3 came out and everything, where there was a amount of gun violence and a whole, a whole lot of uh, violence going on, nothing was said. And now all of a sudden, a comic book-based movie comes out that's about an insane Joker. And... Everybody wants to go on ahead and boycott this movie. That's just something I don't understand myself. But, you know, I would like to actually think what you guys think. Because maybe I'm maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I want to actually... I want to hear this from a different perspective. Because here's the thing. I'm, I'm easy going. I like to actually hear what other people have to say about this topic. And I would actually like to talk more about this. Because I think this is an interesting topic. I think this is something that people can actually learn and grow from. And including myself. Because I think that I can actually grow and learn from something from this subject as well. So tell me what you guys think. Leave me a voicemail recording. I'm actually going to have that in the description as always. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much covers everything that I wanted to cover. I'm excited about um, the MCU news that we got today about Spider-Man. I'm excited about everything else that I mentioned. So, anyways, tell me what you guys think about the new movie news articles that I actually that I talked about today, and I, I'm and I'm also going to be doing a 31 Days of Horror coming up. So stay tuned for that. That starts on September 30th. So I'm going to be dropping an episode in the podcast, one movie each day, in a podcast of why. Uh, a certain horror movie is one of my favorite movies to watch on Halloween or days before Halloween. So stay tuned for that. And don't forget to uh, subscribe to the channel if you're the first time viewer. And until next time, bye-bye.